generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings. Mark 6 from verse 30. I'm going to read along for time's sake. But please follow with your eyes as we go. Then the apostles gathered to Jesus and told him, in other words, for apostles in this context, disciples, the people he had discipled and then he had sent out a missionary assignment. Apostolos is sent one. The commission was gathered to Jesus and told him all things. So you cannot actually even be effective as an apostle if you, you're not used to gathering with Jesus. Which means you're not trying to drag Jesus into your ideology, but you are buying into the mind of Jesus. You are gathering. You're not asking Jesus to come and meet you where you are. In your thinking, your philosophy, you are subscribing to the ministry, to the mind of Jesus. But what they had done and all that they had taught, and he said to them, come aside by yourselves to a deserted place and rest a while. <sighs> Isn't it interesting that when he asked them to come to a deserted place, he's talking about a place where there is no activity, where there's not a lot of things happening, saying there, you can rest. Sometimes God will present you or put you in a space when nothing much is happening because he wants you to rest and some of you what you're complaining about is actually a divinely orchestrated vacation you're like my business is not buzzing he wants you to rest for some of you but in the middle of all of that, it says, come there, it says, for there were many coming and going and they did not even have time to, who's been like this before? You didn't have time to eat. You're so busy working on a project. Some people have time, they have no food. <laughs> Some people have food. They have no time. So they departed to a deserted place in the boat by themselves. Next verse, but the multitude saw them departing and many knew him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came to get together to him. And Jesus, when he came out, saw a great multitude and was moved. Somebody say he was moved. With compassion for them. Let me just announce this. Somebody you feel like nobody gets you. Nobody understands what you're going through. Nobody knows the pain of graduating with a great degree, like a first class, and you're always the first to come in the class. Even though the first person in the class is not always the first to graduate with the first class, but you were the first in the class, and you had a first class, but now you're in a class without class. Yeah, in a class without class. A classless class. And people that had a 2-2, even though their names are not 2-2, have a job. And for the person interviewing you, had a carryover. You left him in school. Or her. And now, they're saying, hey, why do you want to work in this organization? You feel like nobody knows what I'm going through. Look at some and say, God knows. You introduce that guy to your friend. Next thing you know, Ivy card for their wedding. And your friend is saying, can you help me organize the bridesmaids? And you almost in your canality, watch this. In your canality, you almost wanted to say, thunder, are you busy? I want to send you. 
It's not that deep. But whatever the situation is, some of you are going through intense pressure and you feel like nobody cares. This is a reminder to know that God knows what you're going through. The word says he was moved with compassion for them because they were like sheep, not having a shepherd. So he began to teach them many things. We're in a season where God is going to expose our ignorance by shining his light. There are certain things you don't know, but you think you know them. So God has allowed circumstances in your life to corner you into a place where your ignorance will be on full display. So that you can have the requisite humility to become a student indeed and not a debater in life. You know, there's certain circumstances that they hit you, you're arguing, you're debating, you're using grammar. There are others that hit you, say, I'm humble. And you begin to learn. So he began to teach them many things. And when the day was now far spent, his disciples came to him and said, help me media where are you, this is a deserted place and already the hour is late. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread for they have nothing to eat. But he answered and said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said to him, shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat. But he said to them, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. And what happened? When they found five loaves, when they found out, they said five and two fish. Then he commanded them to make them all sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in ranks. Somebody say ranks. In hundreds and in fifties. And when he had taken the five loaves of bread and two fish, he looked up to heaven, blessed them, broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples, set before them. And the two fish he divided among them all. So they all ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of fragments and of the fish now, those who had eaten the loaves were about 5,000 men. I'm going to be prophesying this afternoon, preaching, declaring the multiplier effect over your lives. God is bringing you to a season of rapid increase. Lord, we receive your blessing upon your word, upon our hearts. We absorb the truth of this word. We receive revelation and walk by the light of today's instruction. More so, our lives respond to the prophetic declarations. They embody the essence of those declarations and manifest them in the material realm. Signs, wonders, miracles, and testimonies following every one of us. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. The story is this. A multitude that Jesus had been, had been teaching for a long time, a couple of hours, possibly all day, and now they are hungry. And, you know, the disciples have a suggestion. And they said to Jesus, send them away. People are hungry. Jesus said, go you know, find them something. He said, send them away into the villages and cities nearby. In other words, when these people had a challenge, a situation, they came to tell Jesus. And when they came to tell Jesus, they had a preconceived idea of how that solution would come. The preconception was a misconception. Can I propose to you that some of 
your so-called best ideas are inferior to divine wisdom. They had a preconception, conception. they had an idea of how it would be done. How would it be done? We don't have it here. Send them to the nearby villages. In other words, to the places where we can see commercial activities and transactions. The fact that there are systems that are working in a place to produce something does not mean that your life does not have the divine construct to create that same thing. So you can look at your nearby neighbor, for some of you it's not nearby village, it's your nearby cousin. Say, if I'm going to ever buy a car, there is that cousin, I've already written five names of cousins. Sholakbe, Bolakbe, Falakbe, Malakbe. 100K each. I have 300,000 or 600. What would that buy me? Troublesome car. I'll find a way around it. So you have that target in your mind. You say, I'm going to go to the nearby. But Jesus said, you go and find out what you have. I want somebody today to be delivered from the nearby syndrome. The nearby syndrome is that when God is giving you instructions, illumination, ideas, you are looking nearby for the resources. The resource is on the inside of you. Somebody beat your chest like you know it's true and say, Damn it, Allah, Allah, to him, but the resources on the inside of you. What he said to them, he said, Go and see. He said, How many loaves do you have? Go and see. That statement alone already suggests that Jesus knew that there were loaves in the place. Let me say this to somebody the fact that you can't see does not mean it's not there. Oh God, I need money. For accommodation, I need money for transportation, I need a job, I need a husband, I need a wife, I need a career, I need clients, I need customers, I need this one, I need that one. It's already there. I want to look at somebody with intensity in your eyes and firing your voice and slap the person a high five till their palms begin to bleed and tell them it's already there. It's all it's already there. Some of you didn't look at those people, look at them like a prophet and tell them it's already there. What he said, he said, go and see. Many of us are experts at other people's potential and novices at our own. So you have become the chairman of the fan club of your neighbor, but you despise yourself. Oh, come on, people. So you can describe how pretty your friend is, but when somebody says, I love your smile, so which can smile? See my dirty teeth. knows what I'm talking about you can write volumes about somebody else's charisma but when somebody says I like the way you carry yourself ma ma charisma carry yourself you said carries what your mind you're like I, I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about you feign ignorance because you are thinking the bread is in the nearby village. The bread is not in a nearby village. The bread is where you are. God does not separate your provision from your purpose. 
God does not separate the release of resources from the region of his engagement in your life. There is something you have around you. You may not have discovered it, but it's there. For some of you, it's going to be a book. Some, it's a song. It's an invention. It's an idea. It's a concept. It's staying power. It's your consistency. It's tenacity. It's friendliness. But there is something in your space that God is about to expose to you. Some of you don't believe it, but I'm speaking by faith to somebody who has enough faith to connect on this. Before this year is over, there is going to be a shaking of your system and unveiling and uncovering where you will find the loaves you already have. Somebody say, I hear, I hear. You know what Jesus said? He said, how many loaves do you have? Go and see. Before they saw the loaves, Jesus already knew the loaves were there. You know what they told Jesus? They said that this place is a deserted place and the time is far spent. They were saying to Jesus, you don't have food in places like this. They were saying to Jesus, you don't break through in countries like this. They were saying to Jesus, you don't get married in families like mine. They were saying to Jesus, you cannot own your own business in environments like this. Jesus was saying, I made you, I made the place. And if I'm telling you that this didn't exist in this place, I am right and you are wrong. Can somebody be willing to tell God, God, I'm sorry, I am wrong. That thing you've been telling me about, talking to me about, I believe I have it. I am going to go and see and I'm going to find it. Somebody jab your neighbor and say, go see how many loaves you have. So the time is late. Some of you feel I'm already too old. The time is late. It can't happen for me. It's already late. It's already late. Some of you want to do your degree abroad. But in your mind you're saying it's already late. That means I'm already an intern with an artisan. And it's already too late. God is reversing the tides in your favor. Jesus said, go and find out what you have. Jesus said, how many loaves do you have? When they got back, they didn't just find loaves, they found fish. Jesus didn't talk about fish. He spoke about loaves. But they found fish because when you engage divine instruction, you will find more than you were looking for. Somebody, God has said, go and look for accommodation. And your mind, like, I don't have money for accommodation. <laughs> I don't have that. Even ACK, I don't have money for ACK. Talk less of accommodation. Even the AC, I don't have. But do you know that sometimes on the way to go and check out houses, you might find your wife. Or your husband. Or you might find the real estate agent who needs an intern. Or you might find something you were not. Have you ever misplaced maybe your key before? A bunch of keys before. It fell somewhere. You couldn't find it. 
And whilst you were looking for the keys upside down, here, there, and everywhere, you found the earring that you misplaced two months ago. Because when you engage on a search, you don't just find what you're looking for. You find some things that you already stopped looking for. Some things that you thought were already missing and gone. Some things that you thought would never show up in your life again. Some things that you thought you'd never have again. I don't know who's been looking for anything lately. But may God give you the spirit of a searcher. May God give you the spirit of inquisition. May God give you the spirit of a researcher. Of expedition. Of a voyager. That you are going to begin to stumble on things you are not even looking for some of you are not ready for this that's why you're comfortably seated on your seat like you're already where you're going to but if you know that there's certain things you're still trusting God to see high five your neighbor and tell him I will find I will find I will find the bread I will find the fish I will find the loaves I will find the little boy I will find What do you have? Matthew has this account. Luke has this account. And we're told that there was a boy. Somebody say a boy. <laughs> oh God. If you will let your spirit be open, this message is going to shift something in your life. How many people were counted how many people were counted 5,000 5,000 5, were women counted were children counted were boys counted the solution that those who were counted needed was in the hands of somebody that was not counted the boy was not counted in other words, if you were to ask people who would God use to feed this multitude, the boy's name would never have come up. I'm not talking about the boy, I'm talking about you. I'm talking about somebody who's playing an industry that when they say who are the power brokers, who are the shakers, who are the voices, who are the influencers, your name will not come up. But God has put something in your hands that those who are being celebrated and those who are being counted and those that people want selfies with or common somebody and those who are recognized, they are going to need what you carry. Yes, you're the little boy. Yes, you're the little girl. Yes, you're Johnny Just Call. Yes, you're the fresher in the university of that industry. But the jambite that you are is carrying a first class solution that they need. I feel power in this place. I wish I could preach to some more people who are receiving life from this. Who, are, who knows? I'm not just trying to excite you. I'm preaching to the little boy on the inside of you to say they don't know your name. They don't know your family history. They didn't count you amongst the numbers. But your five loaves of bread and two fish will feed a multitude. I wish I could get a loud amen on that one. I said your five loaves of bread will feed a multitude. Your name is not on the blogs. Your name is not on Forbes. Your name is not on the magazines. Your name is not on the flyer, on the poster, on the newsletter, on the DP. But from nowhere, 
the resource in your hand, the idea in your hand, the creativity in your hand, the power in your hand, the supply in your hand is going to be the solution that everyone is looking for. It's going to be the solution. It's going to be the solution. You thought it was just your lunchbox that you would consume and, and clean mouth. God said, no, that's the resource for 5,000 people. Can, can the business feed 5,000 families? Yes, it can. Uh, I don't know what your office looks like. Maybe you're just putting up in, in a little small shop around Universal Road. But don't play with that. Don't play with the saxophone you're playing because one day you will play for 5,000 people. One day for 50,000 common people. I'm not speaking to docile and passive people and speaking to people who have the kick of destiny in their bellies. It's a prophetic prayer declaration. I'm saying that that teeny winning little bit of thing that you're despising, ignoring, overlooking, living aside, that is exactly what God is going to use. Higher, longer course here about. That's exactly what God is going to use. He will pull it out of obscurity. He will bring it out of a place where nobody's looking and it's going to showcase that idea. Somebody will invent the cure to incurable disease. Somebody will find a new way of operating. Somebody shy. Please pray as I make declarations. I'm not teaching this morning. I've been teaching for the last four weeks. And teaching is important. Teaching is solid. But there's something about prophetic activation. And let me tell you, you can't afford to be quiet. When I speak, you respond. When I speak, you pray. When I speak, you declare it. I'm not trying to entertain you. <laughs> I'm preaching about your destiny, sir. You can't be quiet on that. It's your destiny I'm talking about. It's your life I'm speaking about. You must see yourself, little boy, inexperienced, unqualified, uncounted, not called to the number. Shotakosi and the Batosia, Brujosila Batos. You're going to pray, my fish will not rot before it's seen. The fish could have gotten bad before it was discovered. It could have decayed. It was a desert area. entertainment let me tell you prophetic encounters like this have shifted my life at different stages teaching is important I teach a lot 
But when there's a prophetic activation, it is spirit to spirit. What it means is that God is going to bypass what your mind cannot understand and put something in your spirit. Boom. So if your spirit is closed, you won't receive it. You won't receive it. Because flow is two sides. The release and the receiving. This guy was a boy hidden in the crowd. They had to look for him. This is a prophetic declaration. They will look for you. If the boy, watch this, if the boy was already visible, he wouldn't go and say, go and look. He would just say, see. He said, go and look. You are so obscure that when they say list the top 10 singers, musicians, doctors, students, your name does not, no top 10 anywhere will you enter, but they will look for you. I said they will look for you, sir. I don't know who you are, but you better get ready for this one, sir. They will look for you. They will look for you, little boy. They will look. He was a little boy. He had no campaign manager, no PR manager. He had no publicist. He had no glam squad. He, he had no promoter. He had no blog to push his agenda. But the hunger of that space necessitated that the gift he had gained exposure. I prophesy over the atmosphere of your life and I proclaim by the Spirit of God that this week they will look for you. This month they will look for you. In October they will look for you. In November they will look for you. In December they will look for you. All through 2020. Phone calls, email messages, verbal requests. They will look for you. is most of us believe that when they are looking for us and it's a season of manifestation we believe that they should give us something 
That's what the natural mind thinks. That a billionaire is looking for me. Or a multi-millionaire. Or a governor. Or a senator. Or this one. Or that one. CEO. MD. They should give me something. The first stage of your promotion is not God giving you more. It's taking away from you something that you think represents comfort on this level. Which actually is inferior to the level it's taking you to. Please stand still, just please. Did you get that? The little boy felt like this lunch is my comfort, is what I need. So if anybody wants to bless me in this scenario, should give me more. They should put jam or tea or you know, milo or butter or what? Chocolate, something, add to it. But the first stage in you going to the next level is not people adding to what you have is you releasing what you have. Why do you have to release it? Because what you have is now a misrepresentation of the level you've been promoted to in the spirit. You need to get this. If you don't get this, you will have many seasons of stunted growth in your walk with God. The concept of divine promotion means I have to strip you of what you have on this level for you to enter into I don't want to go too deep but when before Moses put on the clothes on Aaron the Bible says that he washed them for him to wash them he had to strip them of their old clothes for them to now have the holy garments for beauty and glory Joseph the coat of many colors has to be taken from you by people who only see as far as the father's house so they are dragging the finest cloak in the house because the house is their vision but joseph you will be a leader of the world are you getting this you'll be a leader of the world so you've got to shed the garments that represent the highest you can have in the house because where I'm taking you to, they don't fight about this kind of cloaks. They don't fight over it. So this boy, I don't know whether it was scram scrambling, fighting my bread, my bread. Uncle, Uncle Philip, or whatever. Uncle Piroski. Where's my bread? Where's my bread? Where's my bread? Look at somebody say it's not lost. It's in transition for multiplication. Somebody say louder, it's not lost. It's in transition for multiplication. You saw the seed of 10,000 hour, 50,000 hour, 100,000 hour. It's not lost. It's in transition for. Shout with me, it's in transition for. God told you, look into your wardrobe, pick your finest three dresses and go and give that sister on the other side. That same one that did not wish you happy birthday. That one that did not smile at you. The last Sunday you walked past each other. It's not lost, it's in transition for. God told you, resign from that place higher. Resign from that place. And you're wondering, where's the salary? Where's the money? Where's the this? It's not lost, it's transition for. High five three will tell them we're transiting, we're transiting, we're trans. You're quickly going to pray this in one minute. Everything I'm holding on to that is holding me down. 
what? This boy, Dami, was holding bread and fish. If he had held on to it, he would have held his future down. And some of us were held down because we can't let go of stuff. You're going to pray. It can be physical, it can be mental, it can be experiential, social, status, friend, circle. Anything I think is bread and fish for the now that will satisfy me in the immediate, but that will hurt my future. Lord, I let it go. Lord, I let it go. Can you pray that real quick? I release it. I release it. It could be money as well. It could be ideas. You are busy with an idea that God wants to multiply. That if you release it, as you release that idea and you execute it on your level, it will multiply. But you're holding on to it. You're like, I need to perfect this one. I need to perfect that one. I want this to happen. I want that to happen. bread and fish anything I'm holding on to that represents temporary satisfaction anything I'm holding on to that represents limited expression that you have promoted me beyond in the spirit but it's keeping me busy in the earth keeping me engaged in things that are below me everything I'm holding on to I let go, I let go, I let go, I let go. Let go, I let go, I let go, I let go. Shando Hosi Adadasas. Somebody say, I let go. Shout out, I let it go. I shout, shout out, I let it go. Whenever I shout anything, you're letting go, just shout, I let it go. Anger unjustifiable anger protracted anger malice sensuality loss perversion self-centeredness self-promotion self-aggrandizement wickedness selfishness stinginess shut up let it go this week God is going to send somebody to come and collect bread and fish from you sensitive it may look like they're leaving you less I mean they're leaving you with less but it's actually more because more starts with less I don't want to jump the guard somebody say more starts with less so they take this fish bread and fish they take it to Jesus and Jesus puts it in his hands the bread and fish in the hand of this boy that's the maximum it will ever be because the best the boy can do with it is to eat it share with one or two people a couple of hours later they're going to use that part of the room of the house and it goes into the fertilization process of the earth the ecosystem right right but in the hands of jesus Look at somebody saying, whose hands have you placed it? Do you know the hands in which something is can magnify the value of the thing? Why do you have so many influencers now? Because there are certain risks when they wear your watch. Your watch increases in value. Oh, come on, people. 
Why do they pay CR7 Cristiano Ronaldo millions of dollars in endorsement deals? Because if he advertises shaving cream or shaving stick or some boots or some jersey, the sales skyrockets. Why? It depends on who's wearing it. It depends on who's holding it. Come on, somebody. Do you know that if they presented to you the first Macintosh that Steve Jobs ever used, it's not going to be sold for a thousand dollars like an iPhone. It's not going to be sold for ten thousand dollars. If it's auction, it's going to be sold for how long? For how much? Millions of dollars. It's not because of the actual value, but the value of the person who came in touch with it in the first place. Do you know that if today they say, well, uh, Bill Gates is selling his favorite pen and put it out on auction, it's not going to be a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars or a thousand dollars, whatever the real value is, it's going to have value based on. Do you know that if they put a racket in my hand, I cannot win any championship in tennis. But a racket in Serena Williams' hands has won about 17 or 18 Grand Slams. Come on, somebody. It's the same racket, but different people. The same way Serena Williams can win trophies with a racket, and I cannot win anything when I place my racket in God's hands. is my lunch but my bread in God's hands is a banquet for generations my design in my hand is uh, my earn me a couple thousand of dollars naira but my design in God's hands can be patented and all the big fashion companies in the world can begin to look for me and say who is that African designer who is that person that who am I speaking to Do much, but a golf seeking Tiger Woods hands has generated over a billion dollars. Look at somebody say, Who's holding your stuff? Some of you, you think that bread and fish defines the entirety of your life. So, when you saw, when you noticed that disciples were moving and they were whispering, What's happened? Said, Looking for bread and fish, you hid it. hide in your future but will proclaim that the hiding is over the hiding is over that thing you carry will be exposed by the power of God for the purpose of God for the promises of God somebody shout yeah 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 yes they bring it to Jesus and Jesus holds it and do you know what Jesus does he has 5,000 men not counting women and children to feed he has five loaves of bread and two fish what does Jesus do does he murmur does he complain does he analyze the word says he lifted up the bread and fish don't come down to the level of the bread and fish raise the bread and fish to the level of your revelation don't 
stoop to the level of it's just 50,000, 100,000, just 10 people, just two people like God saved, just one work of miracle, one miracle of healing, one this one. Don't despise it. He said that he elevated it. In other words, don't be ashamed of the few that you have. Raise it up to God and say, God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for this thing that you've begun to do. I'm grateful that the pain I stopped, even though I know there is still some kind of lump in my body. I'm grateful that I've not graduated yet. I don't know how to pay my school fees for the next three years, but thank you that I've paid for this semester. I'm grateful. Some of y'all too quiet. Can I get the sound of a grateful people? I said you should shout. Shout because you know there is something God has done in your life. Shout because you know if not for the Lord that was on your side. Shout because you know that God came through. God brought help. God brought support. The customers haven't come yet but you've paid the rent for the office. You haven't got the deal yet but you got the money to print your business cards. Your dad is not out of the hospital yet, but you still have money to buy the next dream and that one. But I proclaim healing over my father right now. That person's dad that is sick. That person's dad who's on dreams. I proclaim healing over that body. Healing over that life. I looked up to heaven. And I said, blessed and broke the loaves. I wish I let you connect the city. I'm going to talk about sitting down in ranks. That means the people were standing, which would have made it more difficult for the boy to be seen. It doesn't matter who's standing in front of you, you have what all of them need. Nobody is sitting down until they discover you. If you knew how powerful this is some of you won't be looking the way you're looking right now but the people who are getting it are getting it your MD is pacing CEO pacing where's the solution by the way Mr. T I'm standing with you on, on that issue the council of the ungodly will not stand in the name of Jesus the Lord himself will roar with the sound of a lion with the sound of a lion and scatter every conspiracy in that space and in that organization that you know I'm talking about I proclaim the roar of the Lord in that space in the name of Jesus the council of the ungodly is overturned is overturned is overturned the rod of the wicked shall not rest upon the lot of the righteous for your trouble God gives you double for your trouble, God gives you double. God gives you double. God gives you double. God gives you so much more. But do you know what Jesus said? He commanded them to do what? He commanded them to do what? Don't miss anything when you're in the Bible. Don't jump to sit. Don't jump to sit. He said, command them to sit. No, you're skipping so many things. Commanded them to, 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 some of you, your problems are making you stand. 
God said, make your problem seats. What's the problem? 5,000 hungry people. That's the problem. Have you seen three hungry men? What's that proverb? The hungry man is? These are 5,000 hungry people. What kind of rabbi is this? Your students are hungry. That means they're possibly pacing. They're already thinking, I'm going to go and sort myself out. Let me go and buy. That's why I use the word make them. Some of you, your problems are overwhelming you. You need to make them sit down. Somebody shall sit down. House rent. School fees. PhD and bills. The quota demands. Oh, some of you are not saying it well. Make them sit down. Sit down. By sitting down, people will have only one vision. Who will they see if they sat down? Jesus. When everybody is standing, those who are taller than Jesus will block the view. And so for certain lives, you don't even see Jesus sorting out the issue you see the problems and problems you're going to proclaim everything in my life that is raging that is moving helter skelter that is causing panic agitation frustration in the name of jesus christ sit down i command you i command you i command you quietly in your room but when you're praying in corporate prayer open your mouth speak with authority speak with dominion speak with authority sit down well of thou this mountain before Zerubbabel you shall be made plain Every complication, every problem, every delay, every issue, every shackle. Sit down. Shabanda kosole baragatula bara. Zobriga tosia kabate gelegede. Oshibrahata kopolo boyakatala. Rekosa bruso polia mregatali yohavase. Ligosu bregatu plagatali. Ekruso polia zabar. Can somebody pray because of your future? Can you pray because of your destiny? Can you pray because of the family God is going to raise through you? Can you pray because of the dreams that God has been painted in your heart? Can you pray and command that issue? Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Oh, 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 Sit down. Let the raging storms be still. Let the blowing billows be calm. Let the waves of the sea lie down. At the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord. Sit!
Brakatahata. Locosovora Cotolia Cataba. Procosondo Bragapoli and the Bragadasas. Shombrugapoli Bragatari Bragatola Bragadula Bragadana. Seisoso Bosapatapata Barada Palacasa. Adoro Cotoro Botelega de Vega. Prosupeli Bragatoli Bragadula Pali and the Bagatas. Seito Pasakaya. I silence the voice of depression. I silence the voice of suicide. I silence the voice of failure. I silence the voice of shame. I silence the voice of reproach. I silence the voice of accusation. I silence the voice of vind- vindication, of, of vindictiveness. Just say, say. He said, make them. Let them submit. Let them bow. Let them sit. Let them submit to the authority of Jesus. He commanded them. In Jesus' name we have prayed. I proclaim that every issue in your life that has been standing proudly, obstructing your vision of Jesus, every one of them bows now. In the name of Jesus, depression bow, anxiety bow, long-standing illnesses bow, reproach bow, agitation bow, complex family problems bow, satanic opposition bow, failure bow, disease bow, hey, every attack of the enemy, I command you bow, in the name of Jesus. Watch what is going to happen in your life this week alone. You're going to begin to see. You're going to begin to see stirrings. You're going to begin to see moves. Amen. Get ready. Strange movements. Things will begin to come. When they sat down, I'm going to teach that systems and structures are important for progressive multiplication. I'll teach that in the evening, like it called at 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. When he had taken the loaves, I don't know why God is saying this again, but you've got to let him take the loaves. God knows what to do with the loaves. You know why? How are loaves made? They are baked, right? From what? Wheat or barley, right? Who created wheat and barley in the first place? God. So even though they are in a processed form, he still knows how to get the best out of them. God knows how to get the best out of anything in his hands. Looked up to heaven. What's the next thing he did? What's the next thing he did? Few, but blessed. Not enough, but blessed. Can't show anybody, but blessed. Ashamed to say to 5,000 people, this is all I have, but blessed. How much is the accommodation? Two million. How much do you have? 200,000, but blessed. How much is the car? Two million. How much do you have? Fifty thousand. He's still blessed. It's not enough, but I bless it. I'm not cursing what I have. I'm blessing the manuscript. I'm blessing the demo. I'm blessing the single. I'm blessing the car park. I'm blessing the one sewing machine. I'm blessing the one computer. The slides, the PowerPoint slides, the fabric, the painting. Bless somebody. Open your mouth and bless what God has given you. Bless what God has given you. How on earth can you speak louder when you're binding demons?
ones that when you're blessing yourself you ought to bless louder than when blessed this idea is a blessed 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 the works of my hands are blessed it doesn't matter whether people have seen the blessing or not he blessed it before people tasted it he blessed it before people acknowledged it he blessed it before people recognized it he blessed it before there was a basket blessed you are a small but you are blessed blessed bless the works of your hands that thing you're working on, bless it. Bless that machine that is giving you a problem. That computer that did not come on this morning. I call it blessed. It is blessed. Blessed. That t-shirt that you're trying to push and promote to brands to put their signage on it, bless it. That blog that you started by divine inspiration. I'm not talking about fleshly ambition. Bless it. Draw that you set up, bless it, bless it. That book that you're writing, that song you're recording, that painting you're making, that real estate you've started paying for, little by little. You're buying that land on the way to Ekbeh because you like it two million naira. You are paying hundred thousand every month, and you you look like I'm falling behind. Bless it, bless what you have. Attract a curse on it. Gratitude and affirmation will attract the blessing. Bless. Bless it. Bless it. Bless it. Come on, people, bless it. Says the Lord will bless the works of your hands. As long as they are the works of your hands, they qualify for blessedness. They qualify for blessing. It's not about the size or the number. As long as you're working on it, some of you are sewing it, some of you are counting it, some of you are typing it, some of you are cutting it, some of you are painting it, but your hands are involved. You are not doing Yahoo now. You're not doing scam. If people who are stealing money are getting good returns for their demonic crafts, how much more you? You're doing honest work. Marketing, selling, presenting, pitching, trading, crafting, creating. Blessings. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim, lift your hands, concerning your hands, that they are blessed. Whatever you touch this week, this month, this year, the rest of your life will prosper. Your little becomes big. Your little becomes massive. Let me borrow a slang from pop culture. In God's kingdom, anything can blow. You don't understand what I'm saying. Hairstyle can blow. Fashion design and can blow. When I say blow, you know what I mean? Explode and gain momentum. Some of you, what you're doing is rare. It is because God is giving you a space that nobody's looking at. 
a few people are looking at I proclaim that the multiplier effect comes upon the works of your hands your little shop is becoming a mega plaza your little space is becoming a multi-story building I proclaim for as many as have the faith to receive it that leads to face me I slap you apartment where you have your system your device your machine your cutting your pasting your painting your pastry your cooking your baking your carpentry your furnishing your that place not many years from now you will own your own building mark this word say ya kosher mark this word in the next two years three years, five years, we are going to be dedicating buildings that have been built by the works of your hands. Hear my voice as I hear the Lord. Hear my voice as the voice of a prophet over this house. If God sent me over this work, two years, three years, five years, buildings are rising. Buildings are property will be bought, will be owned, will be possessed. Somebody shout, ah, yes. How will it happen? Multiply effect. I couldn't get to teach a lot of things today, but one of the things the Lord said I should tell you is some people have gotten so used to addition that they're not ready for multiplication. So they're used to little drop, messy drops, gradual increments. God is breaking that pattern in your life. You've been walking like this. You better get ready for this. Leaps and... I want to note something. In primary school arithmetic, how did we learn... What was the first thing in arithmetic? What was the first thing? What was the first thing? No. What was the first thing? No. What was the first thing? Counting. Numbers. Numbers. One, two, three, four. They can count up to ten. The rest will be pretty easy because it's one, 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 two. That's but you just need to know that it's not called one, one. It's called eleven. It's called twelve. So someone is accounting. What's the next thing that you have? Addition. Right. That's the next thing. One plus one plus two. After addition, what's the next thing? Subtraction. All of that. What's the higher level? In increase. Counting. Addition multiplication when the teacher taught you to count did he have multiplication in mind or not so when Jesus said go and see what you have in other words count what you have don't be intimidated that you're owing you should be troubled that you don't know how much you're owing know what you have so you can know the grace gap between what you have and what you need I call it in my life the grace gap I know this is not my skill this is the grace of God I'll be released through an act of faith in obedience to God's word it's going to explode when a natural teacher tells you to count you already has multiplication in mind it's not even just multiplication there's now exponential right then there's quadratic which is where in the middle of that equation there's division there's subtraction but at the end of it you're getting more 
for your all. That's how come you no longer panic when there's a subtraction, subtraction in your finances because you're not moving by multiplication. You're in the quadratic equation of God that anything you divide or subtract from me is still going to come on. The mathematicians and the engineers among me, amongst us, know exactly what I'm talking about. Computer scientists, at some pace, God has moved you from numerics to coding. So he said to them, count. Then they said they had five loaves of bread and that was what? Addition. The next thing is what? To multiply. But before he multiplied it, what is the next thing he did? Blessed and? Blessed and? Blessed and? Another one says what? Divided it. Before they could add five loaves of bread and two fish, they subtracted from the boy. Before addition in your life, there will be subtraction. Before he multiplied it, he divided it. Some of you are knowing where you are now. When God subtracts, subtracts it, you don't have it anymore. It's in his hands. But he multiplies it back through this process there's addition then when you think God has added to me I already have enough you will divide it do you know why because the purpose of the multiplication is not an announcement that you have arrived but it's in sharing and sharing only happens through you can't share a cake without you can't share loaves of bread without can multiply the resources in your life until you learn to divide which one is my own, which one is God's own. Which one can I touch? Which one can I not touch? I want us to pray this will soon be done. Lord, let me not complain when you're taking me through division because division precedes multiplication. Some of you are like, this is my harvest. I sowed into it. I prayed for it. The harvest has God said, go and share it with somebody. And if you miss that, you will never enter into multiplication. Can we pray this in one minute? Lord, I will not be resistant to the division that leads to multiplication. Don't get distracted. We've got a few more minutes. Don't let your voices drop now. This one says it broke, and another one says he divided it. And the two fish he divided among them all. He divided. He divided. He divided. Please listen to this. Please listen to this. Because I want us to really understand this. Gave them to his disciples. He broke what? The loaves. 
how do you share five loaves amongst 12 people <laughs> the wisdom of God you can share five loaves among 10 people but amongst 12 people you need the wisdom of God <laughs> because what it means is if you share five loaves amongst 12 people without a ruler they cannot get the same thing but the wisdom of God is whatever God shared to you is enough for the work he's given you. Because the problem, some of us are looking at the half that we got. And we're looking at Peter's half. And so Peter's one is longer than mine. The same multiplying anointing in Peter's loaf is in your loaf. And the two fish he divided amongst them all. That means he shared one fish into six parts. Could it be possible that somebody got the head? And most people don't like eating the head. But do you know the beauty of this multiplication? It was not necessarily the part of the fish you got that multiplied. It was the part of the fish you got became a whole fish. The bread you divided, it was not. So if you got more cross, it wasn't cross that multiplied. It was loaves. Because as they were given them, it was multiplied. It was unending. It was unending. What's the point? Trust God with the division. And the multiplication will come without you being frustrated. It's going to come. Somebody say, I receive multiplication. I receive more application, many other things to share. They told them, go and share this. They shared it. What happened? What happened? What happened? How many of them ate? Did the men eat? The women, did they eat? Children, did they eat? The boy, did he eat? The disciples, did they eat? Jesus, did he eat? When I keep what I have to myself, I win today and lose tomorrow. When I give it to Jesus, he wins, I win, disciples win, everybody wins, and people who are not born will read the story thousands of years later. The testimony God is bringing you into is a legacy testimony. It's a faith-building testimony for generations. Look at somebody say you will eat and you will be full. Some of you are not saying it like you're full yourselves. Do you know something? Where was Jesus in front, right? And disciples were there, possibly in the center, but it's still the front to some people, even if there was a circular arrangement. What it meant was prayer when Jesus divided this bread and fish and people began to go, some people ate first. Come on, people. So some people were where? When you're hungry, are you generally anxious for food or not? Is there no part of you that would be like, let the food not? Because they hadn't seen the miracle before. So they would think, ah, this is Jesus' miracle that is happening now. If it finish before I reach my turn. Look at somebody say, it won't finish until it gets to you. Some of you didn't say it well. Tell somebody it will get to you. So 
when you watch Lamedes share our testimony, you saw Jimmy share his testimony, and Tegelin share our testimony, Ayala share our testimony, and you're wondering, when is my turn? The Bible says all of them ain't. You will have your own wedding too. You will drive your own car too. You will walk in the supernatural too. You will preach and people will get healed, get saved, get lifted. Deliverance will happen when you pray too. They all at and where. Did some people have greater appetite than other people or not? That means this miracle can cater to your appetite. The miracle is greater than your capacity. The bread will not be intimidated by the size of your stomach and, and stop flowing. You will eat. Do you want to make that a declaration? Do you know for, for some of you to be filled, you're not asking for much. You just want to raise a, a healthy home, a godly home for the Lord. That's what it will take for some of you. Don't let social media agitate you into a calling that's not yours. Some of you are Hannah, raise Samuel. That's your calling. You are not Samuela. So you won't start giving people spiritual salmonella. But you're allowing Samuelas to pressurize you into prophet, prophetic ministry that is not yours. Some of you, you know you will be happy, just a godly home, raising children unto the Lord. You know. That's your feeling. That's your capacity. What happens when somebody eats more than their capacity? What happens? Constipation or? They might throw up and cause a mess everywhere with something that ought to have satisfied them and so we have a lot of people that are already satisfied but pressure and now you're puking on people puking on people who are still eating but some of you you know that that's not your calling you know your calling has to do with nations it has to do with people groups communities some of you know you are not the author you know that you are supposed to be a marketer for the author who is your friend you don't need to write a book some of you, you are not the publisher. Some of you know that. Some of you, you don't need anything called P. Talk less of jet. Private jet, you don't need it. Some of you know that your assignment is going to require... By the way, don't get caught up on things like vehicles. You know why? Uber, they have a plan that by 2050, nobody will need a car. So the E-class you want to die for, C-class you want to die for, if you're driving it in a world where there's no car needed, you are old school. Do you understand? That's the futility of chasing material things. They become outdated. Now that iPhone 11 is out, your iPhone 7, that was your testimony. Last year, it's now dragging. You want to send text. Text is crawling your phone used to be sharp now it's dull that's cataract so it's not it's not the jet it's not the you get what i'm saying but your capacity whatever that capacity is say lord i will eat and i'll be full whatever your capacity is i will eat and i'll be full make that a prayer all of them they all all of them all of them perfecta will eat them before 
Irene Maiwa, Fiona. All. All. Some of you will not be full until you publish 10 books, 20 books. Some of you, you have nothing to do with books. You are in the oil and gas business. Some of you, all you need is a filling station for you to be full. You don't need an oil block. In fact, God can do more with a filling station that he gives you than you can do with an oil block the devil gives you. Can the devil give you an oil block? Yes. Under God's sovereignty, the devil can tempt you with stuff. And if an oil block is what God has for you, you will not miss it. You will not miss it. Some of you just want to be able to adopt a child, an orphan, one orphan, and raise that child as yours. But some of you, you need to build an orphanage. That's what will make you full. Some of you, you will not build any of those things. You are to raise enough money for your children to build it. That's what happened with David. David wanted to build a lot of temple. God says, no, you are not the builder. You are the investor. You are the fundraiser. Pray. painting pictures of people's minds is freeing people from pressure is bringing clarity is bringing strength small for you 
the space that you thought was huge has become too small for you. There's an acceleration, there's an acceleration, there's an acceleration, there's an acceleration. There's speed over your life, there is speed in the name of Jesus. The food will get to you. It will run out before it's your turn. You won't get to the point where you're ready. They now say they don't offer those plants anymore. Are you hearing that? Oh, they, they, don't, they don't air those songs on television anymore. I shared a testimony earlier how the Great Silver Chan was requested for, I didn't pay for it, to be on Dove TV. On Dove TV, he was said to me, very selective screening process. They don't even accept a lot of established music videos and they definitely don't show anything that's jumpy and happy and colorful but we're coming into a season where protocols are broken for your sake where you thought you were going to line up for this they will be the ones to call you and say hey this is how you will know listen this is how you will know that God is involved how are they going to go and get the food disciples says, send them away Jesus said, make them sit. What you are asking them to go on a journey for, they will get seated. Stop running around. If you're going to run, run with the word. Don't go back and forth, zigzag here and there. Invest in prayer, worship. Join us on Wednesday, 6.30 to 8.30. Something is happening. We're growing that. We're 38 people first two weeks, then 7.38. Last week, we're 50. It's not just because of the numbers, but numbers are important because first as I showed you, when they spread the word, the numbers of disciples multiplied. It says after that happened, a great company of priests were converted. That means you can't have a great company of priests until a multiplication of disciples. Disciples cannot multiply except the word is spread. You spread the word by speaking, you spread the word by teaching, but you also spread the word by praying. You spread the word by, when I say, go to three people, and you say, what have we done? I've said, go to three people, uh, tell them multiply effect you go to three people each three persons go to three people that's nine people within three people then the hundred and twenty something of us in the service and all of that what happens you're multiplying the word so let's multiply it in prayer expect increase become conditioned for advancement let it be a shock when you're not expressing increase let the leap become your normal in the name of Jesus somebody give God praise a generation is rising on an emerging generation of kings to join this grown community of kings visit www.kingdomcentral.org and send your full name and email address to 0908-123-4566. One more thing, someone you know needs this. Kindly share this how.